All right. So everybody count to three. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, count everybody up. So I'm about to go first. One, two, three. Jazz. One, two, three. Juhi. One, two, three. Perfect. All right. This is like if the audio and the video ever gets desynced, we can go back to the front of the clip and sync it up properly. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's start our episode. Yo, 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 Salam Nerds. It's me, your boy Neves, aka Watch with Neves, and I'm here with Jazz. What's up, Jazz? Yo, yo, yo. So you're going with five yos now for Salam Nerds? Or is it Every, supposed to be three? Uh, uh, <laughs> we're collecting yos every time we do an oh, episode we get one more yo they're, yeah oh, okay they're, they're like the infinity stones once you get like <laughs> five you get five yo then half your audience disappears <laughs> what have you done <laughs> you just said five yos <laughs> well listen listen it doesn't matter if our audience disappears because we have a very special guest today the biggest show in the world right now is love is blind and we got our very own contestant on the show Juhi, say hello, Juhi. Hey guys. Yay. What's up? No, we're we're so excited to have you, and we're excited to find out what really goes on on Love Is Blind. So this is going to be exciting. Yes, break so, all of your NDAs, you break right. every law, just just let it all out all here, of okay? Them. Let it all out in this one podcast. That's right. <laughs> F- fucking NDA. <laughs> I, I have my I have my chai ready. Let's do this. Yes, yes. We're not going to spill the tea. We're going to spill the chai today. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well played. Nice, right? nice. So, so, Julie, come on. Tell us tell us a little bit about your experience on Love is Blind, because unfortunately, we didn't get to see enough of it. We did not get to see any of it, which was really surprising <laughs> right, She was in, me. like, the um, one scene in the back giving hugs or something, right? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm literally just hugging every scene, right? which is funny because my friends – all of my friends are like they watched it back and they were like you're not a hugger like you don't do this so how come you don't hug us like where was this person <laughs> and i was like oh man but here's the thing like so my experience on the show was amazing and i know not a lot of you know my co-contestants can say the same but for me it was awesome um i i describe it as just like in one of the interviews I, interviews I did, I described it as like an emotional vacation. So it's like the mm. first time for me being a mental health therapist, it was the first time I got to be on my own for several days uninterrupted from the outside world to just focus on me and focusing on finding connections or building the skills to find connections. Wait, you're a mental... Wait, you're a mental health therapist? I mean, couldn't they have used you on the show? <laughs> they didn't show it, but I promise you I was used a lot That's of That's why she was hugging everybody. She was right. a therapist. Yeah. Wait, did they just get away from hiring a free therapist? Is that why they brought you on the show? Honestly, I was like, I was like, pay me, bring me back and pay me. I will do this. I will do this for the next contestants. Um, oh my god. But That's you what put they like need. You put a therapist into an environment where lots of emotions are high. I mean, it's going to bring out that in me, even if I tried not to. I did have a lot of dates where, like, the guys were like, you're, like, an amazing therapist. Like, and I'm like, I'm not trying to be your therapist. If, like, <laughs> good communication is something you haven't had in previous dates, like, no wonder you've been single or you haven't found your person. But mm. these are, like, basic skills that someone should have when finding a partner like the ability to communicate or the ability to listen 
you know, and right. to try to understand what your partner is saying or give them space to be able to talk about how they feel. Um, mm. And at the end, like, none of this was shown, but towards the end, like, one of the girls made a comment. She was just like, it's okay. Like, when we all get back, like, you'll be our therapist. And I was like, no. <laughs> I'm like sobbing. I was like, no, I have enough clients. I don't need any more. That's so but, funny. Um, <laughs> uh, so, okay, so the way I saw it was in my dates, like, a lot of the contestants would be like, oh, like, you honestly are such a good therapist. Like, I really needed this. And to me, I was like, I'm not even tr- I wasn't even trying to be a therapist. Mine is Shake. I will say. <laughs> we're we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. Minus that. Let's, let's talk about you first, time, we'll get into that. I wasn't trying. Yeah, most of the time, it wasn't me trying to be a therapist. I was like, listen, like, if basic communication, like, the ability to understand your partner, the ability to give them space to be heard and to be listened to, or if those things are not in your relationships already, no wonder we're all here single, right? Because those are not things, like, that come from being a therapist. Like, that's, those are qualities you should be practicing to be a good partner. Mm. Um so yeah, I, I was like a lot of times I'm like I'm not trying to be a therapist. Like try, I'm trying to find love. <laughs> you deserve that, the bare um, minimum. You deserve communication. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm really sad we um, didn't get to see your love story. But like, what kind of experience did you have there other than you know helping everybody else? What was your story? Yeah, other than like providing hugs when needed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So like. My story, I had a great experience. I had a, a wonderful time there. I made some wonderful connections. I made some amazing friends. We're also friends to this day. Uh, I learned a lot about myself also. And as I was describing it um, in an interview I did a couple of weeks ago, like for me, it was an emotional vacation because it was the first time I got to be alone for several days without any outside, you know, phone calls, texts, messages, emails, like you're just by yourself for several days mm-hmm. and you get to just focus on finding your connection with somebody or finding, you know, developing the skills to find your connection. Wow. Um, not only that, but then the cast is so incredible. You were, I was surrounded by just the most empowering, uplifting women every single day. Mm. So That's awesome. you're not even in an environment of like negativity at all. Yeah, I feel like the negativity doesn't yeah. really start until like way, way later. Because the first two episodes, man, they were so wholesome. Minus like a few things here mm. and there. You're right, shake. <coughs> Minus a few things here and there. It was very wholesome for the most part when people got to meet, people got to fall in love. Like mm-hmm. I think it was really, really good. And it did feel like everybody was being supportive, even though everyone was going through their own journey and their own stuff, which is which is mm-hmm. very interesting. Um, so who did you? Yeah. who did you have like? vibe with and who did you have it didn't even have to be romantic but who were you vibing with so I will, I'll be honest like I was a little worried or skeptical going into it right because I didn't know if I would vibe with anyone mm-hmm. um I was like I've been single for all these years am I gonna find somebody or like quarantine has happened right so do I even have the skills to know how to talk to someone mm. it's been so long <laughs> my very first conversation I remember looking directly at the camera which you're not supposed to but you can't help it. Like you're yeah. not used to them being there. And you look, I look right, right at, at it and I was like, I'm in trouble because he was so amazing. And I'm like, there's 15, 14 more guys. Yeah. Um, so I definitely had some good connections. Um, I learned a lot about myself mm. and flaws and good things at the same time. Uh, so the real love um, was loving ourselves. <laughs> and that's actually a phrase I mentioned so many times. So like, Many, many times I was like, you know, 
I realize I can know this sounds so cheesy. No, I'm laughing that he made I a joke, realize... but it was actually a really serious thing that you did. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Aneve. As he does. Um, but I literally was like, in your like confessionals, right? I was just like, listen, like, I realize the love that love is blind, and that, and what I mean by that is the love that you should have for yourself. Like, so many people are so blind to that love that they should truly have for themselves. We're always looking for validation and love in other people. We're always looking to have qualities that other people will like in us without truly looking inwards and saying, hey, what qualities do we have that we like about ourselves? And who we are, who are we as people that we can really love ourselves genuinely so that we can feel whole and then share that with someone else? Wow. And I was just like, wow. I'm about to cry. I mean, I thought I was a shit, but like, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know, like, I should have loved myself harder. That's awesome. I haven't in the past. You know, the thing is, like, I think Netflix is, like, convinced that we just want to see engagements. But I think we want to see more than that. I think we want to see self-love. I think we want to see self-discovery. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe maybe we got to drill it in their heads. Because, you know, there's a lot of stuff that wasn't shown on this show that didn't mm -hmm. have to exactly do with the engagement. And I feel like the experiment can be so much more than just marriage. It could be so much more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, of course, the premise of the show is like, is love blind? Meaning, is, are you able to fall in love and commit yourself to a partner you're never, you're developing a relationship on based off not seeing them? But I think that's because we're seeing it that way. We're inferring it to be that way. But truly, like, is love blind can, can mean for ourselves is for a variety of other aspects of our life. And um, we are just so used to kind of thinking, okay, it's supposed to go this way because that's what we're seeing. But there was a lot of love going on there between contestants, you know, between the guys with each other supporting each other, the girls supporting each other, even though we're all trying to talk to the same people. Hmm, interesting. Wow. I, I, I'd be really curious to see that. Um, yeah, we things, saw none of that on Netflix. I know, we, like, we got... We saw really none. Yeah. All right. And I think a lot of reality TV shows don't show those connections. We see it later. We see, like, girls are still friends and the cast are still friends. But, like, I know a lot of us would have loved to see, you know, how these love stories between the cast members develop with the help of the other cast members. Yeah, yeah. And now when, like, the rumors are coming out and stuff, there's so much more that we're like, what? <laughs> Somebody else proposed to Natalie? Like, two other people got engaged? It's so, like, oh, my God. So much stuff is happening. So yeah. it, it's, it's a lot. that they, they could probably make a bonus episode, call it Love is Blind 2.1, and just show us, like, all Juhi, and we can find out what she's doing. <laughs> Let's yeah. Let's start a petition, Jazz. Um, Jazz, Jazz loves starting you know petitions. <laughs> petition number three, let's go. <laughs> when uh, when that happened with Natalie, I was actually in the kitchen making butter chicken. Oh, you got Daisy food? Believe it or not. Believe it or not, I what? was like, I'm going to make some butter chicken and I'm going to make chai because I was like, I'm going to make this to present this, you know, for my date. And Deepti and I were both like, all right, let's make this dinner together mm. and have like a, a double dinner date. Um. And so we're like in the kitchen making butter chicken and like Natalie comes in and like I drop the spoon and I'm just like, what happened? Because, you know, she went through something that was like, holy crap, what just happened? Um, and then, you know, some of the guys were like, we'll, we'll have like a chai competition. We'll, we'll see if our chai is better than your chai. Mm -hmm. And so Oof, they asked me, humorous. like, what do you need to make this? They're like, what do you need to make chai? And I was like, okay, I was like. I just need like these like specific masala chai bags <laughs> and then I'll like add some stuff to it. 
And the boys, meanwhile, were like, we need tea leaves, we need cardamom, we need like all like the actual spices. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they the were like, cinnamon, the ginger, they were like, you're the, sure you're anise, the lavender. Yeah. yeah, we know. <laughs> so they 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 were like wait so you're making the cheater version and i was like no 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 but like trust me it's really good <laughs> and they couldn't find it so they just bought me the same spices that the boys had used uh-huh. and so then you just see like natalie having you know concerns about what's going on with her but then in the background you see me deep being like what the fuck do we do with all this stuff it's like <laughs> what is this ball like and it's like probably net or something <laughs> um it was like a whole it was a whole mess um, so wait, and then we had a lot of extra butter chicken left over, so we gave it to like the rest of the cast. Oh, but who, but who won the chai competition? Was it the boys or the girls? Oh, it was definitely the girls. It was definitely me. Like, oh, okay. 100%. Oh. But, but the pot got so burned, like, they had to throw away all of those things. That's so funny. I, no. I, I like that you got to add a little bit of culture to the show, because, like, what reality show has butter chicken? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, and like the girls were so excited. They're like, "This is like the first like home cooked meal, you know, like that we all got to have together." Okay, so you're like their oh, therapist, yeah. and you're their cook. Like, come on, <laughs> they should have definitely. It was fun. That. We took turns. Oh, you took turns. Okay. It would have been nice to see. It would have been nice to see like the girls were so great. Like they all shared. Like if the guy got them like dessert or something, yeah, yeah. Eat, like they would bring it in to share with the rest of us. Nice. Um, so it was yeah, it was it was nice. It was it'd be nice to see like we played some Bollywood music and like. Okay, okay. But you don't see it, but, you know. Gotcha. Okay, that's pretty cool. I'm actually really cool. sad I didn't see any of this. Like, this hurts I me. know. Like, I know. Oh, it's been so cool. We, yeah. we could have thought some Shah Rukh Khan action yeah. going on there with a the little, like, Chenya Chenya or some kind of Bollywood yeah. music. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of us would have connected to seeing that. Yeah. Okay, well, that's awesome. Now I need to know, so. what songs did you play? Like, I am a somewhat of a DJ. I played... So. Oh, man. I have to really... I have to really, really think about it, but... I'm pretty sure I played some songs from like the movie Om Shanti Om. Oh yes. Like you know this? Yeah, I think we played like that soundtrack like while we were cooking. That's so awesome. medley. I love um, it. Yeah, and we couldn't really play too much music, so we like sang a lot of songs too. Like Deepthi and I would sing songs together. Wait, so does, does Deepthi know Bollywood songs? Yeah, she totally does. See, the, the, I think the yeah. world has like the wrong idea of deep D because like there's a lot of talk about like deep D and Shake's conversation. And I want you to be a part of this too. Cause you're also, you're also Indian and there's mm-hmm. a lot of talk about how they didn't date Indian people and the way they were talking about it. And people are like, Oh, they hate their own culture. But like, I don't think that's true for deep D. I feel like deep D is very in touch with her culture. She just didn't happen to date Brown guys. Right. What would you, do you agree with that? Right. So, um, Deepji and I really connected. Like we connected them instantly the moment we met. We found out we were both not only Indian but from the same like our families are from the same city. Like we're both Hyderabadi Indians. Mm, wow. And so we were like, what are the chances? You know, like two Hyderabadi girls get casted. Um and we we got to actually connect more because I was so brown and she was more like a mix of like being a little bit more whitewashed with a lot of brown culture in her, but again, not growing up too much around brown people. Mm. And I grew up in Texas, not a lot, not really around a lot of brown people. So I didn't, I didn't Which like city? get close Houston. What? But, but this is like way back when. But this is way back when. Like I know, I know. You're like, wait, what? But this is a long time ago when like there weren't that many daisies there. So I understand what she means because. I didn't fully understand what it meant to be Indian until I probably got to college mm. and had more Indian friends. But for the most part, like you grow up around a community that's 
mostly, you know, non-Indian, like, then you can't be faulted for finding that kind of individual attractive. Mm-hmm. You're not, you, you're not really growing up around other people. Um, mm-hmm. But she is very much like, she is very much in tune with her culture. And if you did watch the show, I mean, every outfit she wore, she made sure to represent her Indian yes, culture by having Indian they jewelry were on. Spot on. I was. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it, it's really so nice. we really bonded that way. I, I'm, I'm glad for that. And Dipti has gotten so much success, and we're really, really happy for it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, she like this is really, really awesome because a lot of people are talking about this, and I'm so glad a lot of people are talking about this. But because of how diverse the cast was in Love is Blind, it's the reason why they're so successful, and it's the reason why their follower numbers are going so up. Because The Bachelor this season, every season The Bachelor yeah. gets a contestant, and they get uh, they get a lot of followers. Their followers did not go up super high this year. In fact, Love is Blind had them beat. And that's yeah. and a lot of it is because people are ready for new stories. People are ready, uh, mm-hmm. ready for stories of love, of color, and people like diverse stories and stories that involve religion, stories that involve culture. And it's really cool to see that. Is there a shift in reality show right now? And I think yeah. Love Is Blind is leading the way for that. Congrats, Chewie. Yeah, I like that's yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, and I think that's why like Deeps and I we had such a strong connection because we. I bought her closer to a lot of aspects of culture that she had been missing out on not being around a lot of brown people. So we really connected on culture and a lot of our conversations, especially when, you know, deciding on shake or not, you know, we're really centered around the same conversations you see, you guys both see them having, like they've never dated brown people. They've always gone towards white people and have things worked out, not worked out in the past because they've kind of ran away from their culture mm. versus like running towards it. So, and a lot of our conversations would be around that. So, so we talked a little about Dipti. Now let's talk a little bit about mm-hmm. Shake, right? So hey, Shake, she said it, the name. Yeah, I'm curious. <laughs> now. So since you brought up the name, let's talk a little <laughs> bit about a little, uh, little Shake here, right? Um, so Shake, Shake got into a beef with a uh, DJ friend of mine, uh, and he was, I think the guy made a joke. like, oh, he saw him at his, at his concert. Not me. Not, not you, not I'm you. Not, I'm not that DJ. No, no, uh, J Wolf is. is Why are okay, but like a lot of brown guys are DJs. Yeah, well, Jack. Oh, oh, why is that? Other. Back to the other DJ. Let's back to Shake. Back to Shake. Uh, <laughs> J Wolf saw a video of Shake at his concert, and and he and he um, posted it. And I guess people were in his comments saying he's not that great. And he's like, "Hey, I'm not an, a Shake apologist. You know, I know he's had his brown card revoked." And Shake replies back, "I never wanted it." <laughs> So that, that's a little, <laughs> he said, I never wanted a brown card. So he, he, he popped mm. back a little bit. What's up with Shake? And, mm. and you've had conversations with them. You probably had dates with them. What, how, what did he really feel about his culture, in your opinion? I genuinely think that he just hasn't been exposed to it enough to truly fall in love with it and fall in love with the good qualities our culture has because of course we know there's a lot of bad things but I think he has not been around it enough and I'm not quite sure I mean we we know that he we've seen his mom and dad in in um, episodes but we don't really see family that much and I think having family is a huge part of being connected to your culture Um, and so we don't know what his family life is like. We don't know if they celebrate, you know, a lot of Indian traditions together or um, holidays together. Like we, we don't see that. So I'm not too sure, like, you know, what his connection is and why he is so in tune with more um, 
of his like non-Indian friends or non-Indian side to him. Mm, that's really interesting because uh, you brought up a good point in fa- about family, and I feel like I feel like at one point or another we all dealt with this, right? We all got made fun of. We mm-hmm. we all had to go through this a little bit, and we all dealt with it uh, very differently. And uh, a big reason for me is my my cousins were a big part of how I started to love my culture and stuff like that. And the mm-hmm. other thing was um, when I went to college. Um, I fell into this whole dance scene, right? Bollywood dance, and I know you're a Bollywood dance teacher, right? <laughs> uh, Bollywood dancing mm-hmm. was big for me because me and my friends would go to these dance competitions and bhangra competitions, and we saw mm-hmm. so many people just loving our culture, right? We saw white people quoting mm-hmm. Bollywood movies. We saw black people doing bhangra moves, right? It was an amazing thing to see, and I don't think anything has filled me up with so much pride to. Get me over that hurdle about being so self-conscious about my culture. Then it was those dance competitions, right? I still have the belt from the dance competition that we like we used to host. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you make up a you you bring up a really good point. So I think we, a lot of us go through the same exact situation where, either we moved here at a young age or we were born here and we grow up being so distant from our culture because it is something that's so stereotyped against and it's not seen as cool like we don't we don't really fit in at school like i didn't really fit in with the brown crowd because i wasn't brown enough i didn't really fit in with the non desi crowd because i wasn't like american enough so like kind of was in this like, limbo for so long for so long and so many of us are because we just we're so trying to just figure things out as we go along especially for first even second gen like we're just trying to figure it out and what group do we belong in and, and why do we need to even belong in just one group? But mm. as like an elementary school, high school, or like that's kind of what our focus is in is just fitting in and doing what we need to, to fit into whatever the cool groups are that we feel like we get excitement from. Mm. And I think again, for me, like it wasn't until I went to college that I became friends with more Indian Pakistani people and started to go to the dance competitions or go to like, Diwali nights or um, MSA meetings, which is like the Muslim Student Association meetings, but go to these things to learn more about my culture and like the people that come from it and actually feel more confident accepting and like, you know, valuing the things that make it so amazing. Mm. But when you're growing up, you don't go through that. Like a lot of us go through this, like what we call whitewash period, right? right? Mm -hmm. Um, A, B, C, D. And now I'm like proud to be brown. Like I will like, talk about it all day but growing up it wasn't it wasn't always like that for me yeah. for the culture yeah. for the culture that's right <laughs> yeah. and, th- and and speaking of mm-hmm. um you know msa i got my fasting and the furious shirt on right now <laughs> ramadan's coming up shout out to halal shirts yes, our sponsor <laughs> but let's talk about that because yep. juhi i think i might be wrong i might need to fact check you may be the first muslim yeah. On a reality TV show, at least on Netflix or national television. Like, I yeah. don't know of any other Muslim. You and Haseem, Aww. I guess. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true. I think both of us are the first first Muslim Americans to be featured on a Netflix or to be a part of a Netflix um, reality TV show. Um, and that to a dating one. So I know there's like a lot of people being like, what? Hey, <laughs> listen, those there. things don't go hand in hand. Listen, listen, like you had people in, in there the whole time. So you were not there one-on-one. Shaitan was not in the room with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, there was literally a wall between me and the, I can't see this them. This is incredibly halal talking. that I think about. You this can't get so more halal, halal than that. Well, you, <laughs> yeah. As long as you don't go on the honeymoon, I think you can keep it pretty halal. Right. It's so halal. And I was like, our, many of us, like our parents got married yes 
without seeing each other. They saw each other on their wedding day. And then they were like, listen, we're going to make this work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Work. You want to tell your story again? Um, what? <laughs> I tell Jazz, like, like um, <laughs> my parents didn't even know each other when they got married. So, like, you know, on reality shows, we go, like, people are here for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. My mom wanted to come to America. So I, mm-hmm. I was born because of the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that's my parents. Like they they met each other. They saw each other the day of their wedding. Wow. Yeah. And then my mom was like, "Shit!" But she was like, "I already said yes. So I can't. I can't. No take backs. No take backs. <laughs> no take backs. Nope." <laughs> we're just like, "Aren't you glad you said yes?" Like we're here now, right? right. And she's like, "Yeah, I guess." I guess. I, I, so, yeah. I miss my driver. I miss people having to cook for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait, why did you come to America? Because I went to India and like, you don't have to do anything. Like there are people to do things for you yeah that's funny but, like, but, um, but how was the experience being, yeah. being the only muslim with a bunch of these girls because i know shayna got a lot of heat mm-hmm. for like how religious she was um and like mm-hmm. and people are people were saying a lot of mean things about her and which i feel really bad because when a christian is like super religious people assume they're they're you know maga or hateful and stuff like that right mm-hmm. and then you're like you're a Muslim yeah. person on this show. How 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 was that with uh, with her? Did you guys bond over religion? Did you guys clash over religion, or did you guys not talk mm-hmm. about it? Yeah. So I um I will say like going into it, I wasn't sure what to expect. Who's going to be there? Is there going to be someone like me? And usually, like as we just mentioned, there's never been anyone like me on these shows. Mm. Yeah. Um. So I was like a little concerned. Would I fit in? Because like again, growing up, I didn't really have that many friends. I was struggled with my identity, finding a group to fit in. So like now you're putting me in a, a, a place with like 15 girls for so many days and there's no one I can talk to about yeah. it. So um, I was concerned, but like I said, the girls are so amazing. Shayna was one of the first girls I met and she and I connected right away. You know, we shared like stories that we have in, in common. And one of the things that did bring us really close was actually our love and our appreciation for our religions. Mm. You know, she's being Christian, I'm being Muslim. We never let it get in the way of our friendship. It, if anything, it brought us closer. Wow. So in times of Yay. stress, love in that. times of stress and in times of like doubt, we would pray together, you know, yeah. or like I would uh, bring my Quran to set mm. and I would open up to like a verse that I really like and she would bring her Bible to set. And, you know, we would talk about those things and even with like her going through her situation with Kyle, as we all saw, I mean, I remember seeing her and being like, let's just pray about this and what's meant to happen is going to happen. And that was a phrase used countless times um, between the girls, like what's meant to be will be and everything happens for a reason. That's great. And we found that verse also in our Quran and Bible to be like, look, I'm not just making it up. It's just something like, it's truly something that's written. And um, yeah. She she's been she was always super supportive to to not only me but to everybody else and I know we don't get to see that. Nice, I love that. I love that. That's a great story. Mm-hmm. And and the people online being mean to Shayna, y'all need to stop, man. I'm I'm Team Shayna. Agreed. Yeah, I mean I'm just Team No Hate. You know? Yeah. The world is filled with so much hate, and I think when it comes to the things we post online about anything, we can do it without being so hateful because there's enough things to hate out there. Um, and we don't know what these people's experiences are. We don't know what they're going through. We don't know what we're seeing is the full picture. Mm-hmm. So that's regardless of how bad someone is. Yeah, it's it's really interesting, and I think that's one of the things that Shake uh, has an issue with because it, it's 
you know, he, he's kind of leaning into some of some of these things that people are saying about him. And I think it's making it worse. And it, it, it makes people feel like, mm -hmm. oh, it's okay to hate on him because he's leaning into it. And he's, he's, you know, egging people on and making these TikToks or reels and stuff like that. <laughs> and it, it's mm -hmm. making things worse. And I feel bad because like he is causing hurt to Dipti in, in doing some of these things. Right. And uh, I think mm -hmm. uh, I think that should be, you know, no hate should apply to people outside and also <laughs> inside the show. A little bit of both. Agreed. I mean, I think no hate, but then don't do anything either to cause someone pain. Yeah. If, if you, especially if it's something in your control, if you know, like, hey, I'm going to do this and it, it may hurt someone out there, just don't do it. Mm -hmm. You know, like believe in good karma and believe in, in doing the right thing. Um, and I know that he is navigating the situation every day in a different way and the way that he seems to feel like is the best way to go about things. And I know we all hope for everyone to just fix any flaws that they may have. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think I think the show being a learning experience and a kind of catal catalyst to grow and be a better person is some of the best thing that could that could happen with 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 the show like this. Um, yeah, because not a lot of people ever go through this in their life. Yeah, yeah. So they don't. Man, many of us we have no previous experience in this, so we don't know how to handle hate when we get it for the first yes. time. I was not even shown, and I was getting yes, yeah. What? Like, so I, Jess, I like, so Jess, I made a TikTok about about Juhi. Mm -hmm. uh, I was kind of making fun of her. I wasn't hating on you. I was making fun of her because <gasps> what happened? No, no, she's not talking about me. She's talking about the comments. So she, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about other comments, but go she ahead. was okay with my video. So basically, what happened was Juhi's been on the show the entire time, right? That she showed in the intros, <laughs> but then when she's at Dipti's wedding. They introduced her as Ju <laughs> They introduced Juhi as Dippy's friends. friends. I remember Dippy's that. friends. I was like, <laughs> I was like, y'all gonna pretend like she wasn't on the show with you guys? <laughs> my my friends are watching it back, and they were like, "Oh, look, look, look the server." They're gonna be like, "Server, age twenty eight, you know." But they're still not gonna show what your name is. <laughs> like, oh my God. so so tell us about the wedding. How was the wedding? The wedding. Well, no, no, no. Let's beautiful. take a step back. Tell I got really excited for a second. What? Why is anybody oh, okay. you? Yes. People, people I... hate about the dumbest <laughs> things, right? So, so some of the people didn't they believe do. that she was Muslim because of her name, which you know mm -hmm. that is ridiculous. What? Like, yeah. I've gotten that. I've gotten that my entire life, like, and not even just from like you know non-brown people, but like I've gotten it from Indian and Pakistani people being like, you have a Hindu name, like. You, you can't be Muslim. And... I was like, well, I'm sorry, what? I was like, <sighs> it's the name of a flower. It literally is the name of a flower. It's Jasmine, right? It has no religion. Yes, I'm like, it has no religion. Yeah. But I've, yeah, I've heard that my whole, whole life. So I'm like, okay. I know, I know. So I definitely saw that in the comments. Yeah. But, I learned... yeah. Yes. It, it, it's <laughs> kind of like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, right? Because if you were on it, somebody would be on the show saying, Muslims shouldn't be on this show, even though you've done nothing wrong, you know, like technically right. your parents had a more, uh, whatchamacallit, you know, less halal relationship than like being <laughs> between a wall, being between a wall. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I finally told my parents about it like a couple weeks ago because I did not tell them I what? had gone. What? You went on the show without what? telling parents? I didn't tell them. I literally was like... <laughs> Bye. Where did and they I think you were? Didn't, I didn't tell them. Where did they think you were? They thought I, they they thought I was here. They thought I was here, and they didn't <laughs> know I was out filming. <laughs> 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 I, 
pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Like they were like, anytime they would call, like my sister would cover for me. Oh my yeah. god, that's a good she's sister. Like, oh. Typical. She's in the brown you know, siblings. <laughs> Been there, done that. She's in the bathroom. You know, she's she's praying to Maz. Like really long rakats over here. Oh my she god. Get to the phone. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This is like a sitcom. Like, no, this is legit a sitcom. Yeah. Like, she went on a reality dating yeah. show, and then her parents are about to find out. She's got the good sister covering for her. Not that you're the bad sister, but like, no. <laughs> kind of. That is. Yeah. This would be like a halal TV show. This would be so good. <laughs> I know. It's like it's like one of those like it's like as a brown girl when you like low key sneak out of your parents' home at night because like. You know, or, or like you change into a different outfit before going back in because you don't want them to know yeah. what you're wearing, or you or you tell your boyfriend to like, you know, like drop you off like five blocks before. <laughs> you mean your Uber driver? We we all know. We all have either been through it, have done it, or know someone who has. So I've, I've definitely yeah. been an Uber driver in the past. <laughs> I have been an Uber driver too. She's like, oh, can I get in the back seat? I don't want anyone to see us in the car. That's the thing, and that's the, also another thing why I was like, hey, I'm going on this because, yes, of course, there are amazing, wonderful, like, people who, who've never dated, who've never done this, never done that. But for the majority Muslim American experience, this is what we do. This is normal. We may not speak about it publicly, but we definitely out there are there are out there dating or trying to find our person and trying to do it within these boundaries of the community not finding out or our families not finding out. And that in a, in a whole other is a whole nother conversation, right? But I try to like go on here to discuss our our experiences as Muslim Americans yeah. and what not, what difficulties we have navigating like this world of finding your person without doing the things that we need to do to find our person. Mm-hmm. You know, it is it's not that it's impossible to just meet somebody once and then say, "Hey, let's get married," but that's not the experience for most of yeah. us. No, dating, dating while Muslim, dating while brown, it's, it's quite the conundrum. And hopefully somewhere in the next few years, we'll, we'll figure it out, right? Whether it's through these apps or whether it's through yeah. a reality TV mm-hmm. show. Listen, it's about the, the, it's about the journey. It's about the destination. And it's about the who, right? It's, it, what matters is who you marry, not how you met them, right? And, and that's, what, uh, that's the story that you want to tell. And, and that's what we want to focus on. So what I'm hearing, Neve, is um, Rish the Bros. Rish the Bros. We're going to start our own. So, yeah, you can start our own Rish the Company. You, you totally could. There's definitely enough people out there who are still looking to find their person. Exactly. And listen, I could, I could, you know what? I might just start my own reality TV show just for Muslim. And I got the perfect name for it, too. Created in Pairs. <laughs> Wait, I love that. Right? Right? That is awesome. And not... Nobody steal this, but even then you can go into like people's like uh like how families and cultures like relate, and then you have the the family drama and the meher and like all this stuff. Like we got so much. So what kind much. of like biryani is being served Yo, at this wedding? Uh, weddings have been called. Yes. Weddings called off. Yes, weddings have been yes. called off because of the biryani. Yes, and yes. I know this because you're Hyderabadi. Do you put aloo in the biryani? You know, no. Yes, okay. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But be- I'm sorry, but it doesn't belong in biryani. That's like full out. Whoa, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Listen, po- shots fired. Belong in everything. Potatoes belong in everything. I started the fight. <laughs> okay, okay. Peace, peace. Let's let's do a ceasefire. Ceasefire. All right. We can. We can. We won't. We won't go there. We no won't go Pakistani there. versus India beef here. All right. <laughs> All right. No. So- and that's another thing that like 
Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I want to. Oh, I was just gonna say like that. Rem- that remind no that reminded me of like again going back to deep like we're both different religions and we both formed such a good friendship based off similarities not differences and i think that would have been amazing to to have people see Mm, um wedding was great i know you asked me about the wedding wedding was a beautiful beautiful um ceremony i i mean we all saw what happened really what happened happened? i don't know what you're talking about you know um obviously deeply chose herself right she knew what she was she knew she had to make that decision Mm -hmm. and she knew that this is what's this is what's going to be best for her Mm -hmm. um yeah i mean we don't see the conversations her and i are having well okay so when did you know that she was not going to choose him i saw you clapping i saw you clapping when she left yeah you knew like (laughs) i was like yes girl (laughs) yes um I mean, I had an idea because her and I, again, we had a lot of discussions, uh, a lot of scenes that we, we don't see, but we had a lot of discussions about where she was at and what she was thinking about doing. But I truly think she kind of decided in that moment of like leading up to the wedding, what she was going to do. And she kind of kept that to herself. Mm. Um, she she didn't really say like, hey, I'm going to say no, or this is going to happen. It's more like, you know, this is the decision I'm trying to make, but I'm, I'm really going to decide how to make it and how to say it the day of to him because they did have a good friendship. Um, and I think she did it in the most graceful and empowering way possible. She did, she did. So, But I don't know if she can yeah. handle it the best way he could have. No. <laughs> <laughs> Understatement um. of the decade. No, and we don't like see this happen. But like my jaw literally just like dropped open as soon as he turned around and was like, "Hey guys, like let's party!" And I was like, <laughs> all like the the dates that we had discussing, you know, like all of our therapy said it all came back to me, and I was like, like so disappointed in that moment because <laughs> he relapsed. I mean. I was like, you could have just you could have just waited like five minutes, like let the room just be like process what happened like be you know moment of silence and then we can continue right but i also think again nothing nobody has ever experienced this before and none of us have been through that moment to know what we would have actually done Mm. and i genuinely think he again was just like all right now what do i do okay like let's party you know yeah i guess there's nothing else to do at that point (laughs) you know he he yeah what he knows best and that's to party so it is what it is i guess Mm-hmm. And yeah. Anyways, I think that's all the time we have for our episode of Love Is Blind. Juhi, thank oh wow, you we went so yeah. Juhi, thank you so much for joining us. It was an amazing talking <laughs> to you. you I think we had me. some really great conversations. Um, where can people find you? What do you want to plug? Where are you? What do people want to know more about you and talk to you? Where can they find you? Um, yeah, I mean, people can find me on Instagram. I'm not a huge TikToker yet. I'm not Yay. a huge like technology person um but you can follow me it's juhi f j-u-h-i-e f as in frank um on instagram and if you have questions feel free to message me on there i'm, I'm pretty easygoing open and happy to have a conversation and if you need help sources for like mental health therapy anything like that i'm more than happy to help for that too awesome awesome and we would like to donate some mental health time to shake if we can if there's a gofundme <laughs> that we can add and then we can use juhi Whoa. to pay him off <laughs> We can do Whoa. it. Quick what? question. Is it Juhi underscore F? I think so. Or is it Juhi Fahim? Because I see two. 
Uh, it's Juhi underscore F. <gasps> ah, okay, good. Oh no, you have a. I don't. I don't. I made that account. Oh, okay. I made a second account. <laughs> I know. Someone, uh, someone told me, "Hey, you need to claim your name before someone else." Oh, does. true, so that's true, that true. Okay, account. okay, that makes sense. I was like, uh, "Oh, <laughs> you have a mm-hmm. like a, a fan account? account. Yeah. Yeah, 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 or not a fan account, but like yeah. somebody faking to be her." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. I know. Know what happens? I got that account got hacked, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna stick to like the account yeah, yeah, yeah. that I normally use. Gotcha. All right, okay. all right. Well, so, yeah. thank you guys for joining us, and Thanks thank you for everybody me. for watching us on Salam Nerds. <laughs>